This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Atlanta, what's going on? It's Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. We start off every day and every hour by saying, hey, man. Hope you are having a great day. We got a lot to get into, a lot to chop up. Um, the Hawks lose another game. We are now 500. Chris, right? 24 mm-hmm. and 24. And I'm looking at Turtle. I'm looking at Bo behind the glass because here we are at basically 500. And we're counting down to February 9th when the trade deadline approaches. And, Mike, we've been saying this. I don't know what they do. I don't know what yeah. Landry Fields does. I don't know what Kyle Corver is suggesting. But here's where we're at. And right now, we're in this blame game thing that we've been having, right? For the last few weeks, we win five in a row. You go, oh, it's the ball movement. It's teamwork. We lose two that we probably should win. And you go, it's coaching. So who's at fault? Because you just said to Bunk, I want more star power when it comes to Trey taking these games over. Are we putting too much on him, Mike? Well, I mean, like I said to you last night, the box score was a double-double. But again, he's one for 17 his last four games from three-point range which was a huge part of his game. And I don't want to be one of those teams like the Mavs is putting up a gazillion three-point shots, but I just thought as the game was slipping away and it started, you, you're watching it. You guys are watching the same stuff, but you can feel it. The momentum has shifted, and you're like, you need Trey to do something to stop the bleeding and get the momentum back. And I say Trey because he is the highest-paid player on the team, guys, and I know you guys don't like when we get, get in a man's pocket, but I need, some, I need some superstar stuff. I just That's what I, was, I thought was missing last night. All right, now we didn't have Hunter last night. Did you guys hear this? Like he had <laughs> asthma. Yeah symptoms or something. Mm-hmm. Now, listen, I don't know that I'm not making fun, but it always seems like something with DeAndre Hunter. Okay. I'm just saying it's always something. So I don't know if he's got asthma or not, or what the circumstances are, but before the game, they thought he was going to play. And then he doesn't No Okongwu last night, six, Mike, six man rotation in essence last night. All right. So a couple of those guys are not out there. You got probably your best defender, not on the floor. And and here is Zach Levine and, and DeMar DeRozan going off in their in their game against the Hawks last night. But Mike, here's the other part we keep talking about turnovers. How many nights are we going to continue to hear Nate say things mm. like this? Got to take care of the basketball. Had 18 turnovers in our last game, 19 tonight for 25 points, and uh, we got to do a better job of. Uh, putting a value on that basketball. Every possession, you got to have a value to it. You know, 19 turnovers is is just. I mean, that's we're, we're we know we're better than that. Uh, not really, not really, Nate. Every night, nah. it's the same story. And here's the deal: Trey had some ugly turnovers last night. Yep. I mean, he did. 
He's like dribbling in traffic. Oh, he loses it. Then he's looking at the rest for a call. Right. Can we get back on D maybe? I mean, I, I don't know. I, I'm just – who's to blame? It's – you know, and I'm, I'm with you. I don't even care at this point. I've said it for now for a month. I'm sick and tired of these sound bites. And, look, we like Nate. Nate's a good man. He's also not working for free, guys, okay? Best guess I could come up with from looking at the salaries, he's making between 4 and $6 million. You, so, could, you couldn't find the I couldn't find number. it. Couldn't, I looked. It's I, hidden on the internet. Chris and I looked for it for two days. <laughs> you can't find it. And by the way, if someone can find it, because I defy YouTube, you can get it to me, you know, at a, from a credible source. It's I'd be hidden. curious. Not Again, not to get in a man's pocket, but we have this feeling in some of these fans in our town, when somebody gets fired or someone leaves an organization, apparently they, they are handed a cardboard box and they go live under the interstate. No, That's not, not how it works. No, not true. Not true. Uh, 404-741-0929. We're probably going to take some of your phone calls today on this. Chuck Smith's going to join us in about 10 minutes. We're going to talk all things NFL with him as we get ready for the NFC-AFC championship games. We will talk about our Falcons. We have yet to hire a defensive coordinator. We'll get into that with Chuck as well. You can find us on social media, Mike Bell, ATL, and I'm at Put em Up, see Dukes, the radio show. Dukes and Bell, 929. Follow the radio station at 929 The Game. We're on the gram as well at 929 The Game and Facebook and across all other social media platforms. I'm frustrated because it should be better. It's just that's what it is. And if you're at a mm-hmm. point like I am right now where you go 24 plus 24 is 48, <laughs> There are only 82 games in the season. So if you are willing right now to stand on your box and say, Dukes and Bell, we're 48 games in. This is who we are. Yeah. That's it. This is who we are. Yep. And I don't know if anything changes. So you're telling me in the next, I don't know, 35 that we're going to be a 500 team and this is, this is who we are. We'll be in the play-in tournament. We'll get beat. And then we'll be talking about what's going to happen in the offseason. Yeah, I mean, you, you won five in a row, and then you could argue you lost two games to two inferior opponents. Certainly Charlotte's an inferior at home, by the way. Yes. Blowing a 19-point lead. And then the things we talked about, now injuries cropped up again. I, I mean, I, if a guy's got asthma, he's asthmatic or asthmatic symptoms or whatever they thought it was, I mean, it is what it is. But it's just you said, it's just another DeAndre Hunter and you know, can't play. Did you know this, by the way? No. Had you heard anything no. about this? I, I saw it last night. I was like, what? I heard Bob Rathbone talking about it. I was yeah. like, what? I, I didn't either. So, you know, it just one step forward, or in this case, five steps forward, two steps back the last seven games. And I'm with Carl. I just don't see it. And, again, I don't know where you go and fix it in the trade uh, window. I mean, all right, we're going to move Collins off, who can be a 21-point guy, and then some nights he's not a part of the offense. Bogey, who's a solid piece off the bench when he's healthy. I don't know. Carl, I just I, – I don't know, and I, I don't know if this team knows how to fix it, to be quite honest, because of the, the, the unique nature of the thought and decision-making process. How about that? Yeah, it's fair. It is fair. Uh, let me hear Coach Nate talk about uh, this this now two-game losing streak. We had a nice road win streak going as well up until last night. Um, and, and, again, this was a winnable game. This wasn't like we got blown out, humiliated. We didn't have a shot. No, we're in this. We're in this. Here's Coach Nate. You know, every game is uh, really important. And, uh, you know, we had a good rhythm uh, going. And uh, you have to find that rhythm in the next game. Uh, you know, so, uh, you know, we dropped our, our last two. Uh, so we got to find that rhythm again uh, here in Oklahoma City. Uh-oh, it's back-to-back. Oklahoma City. It's back-to-back. OKC. <laughs> I mean, you know, these back-to-back games seem to be a thing for the Hawks, too. 
I, I mean, this is this is so exasperating, and we're we're just not going anywhere. And as I said, if they can dazzle us between now and the trade deadline, I was it February 9th, right? Yes, it is. So, clock's ticking. I um, I, I don't know. I hear Nate say these games are important. I hear Trey say the games are important. And then, you know, and then by the way, I'm not expecting them to win all 82, all right? Nobody's undefeated in the NBA. But the fact is the better teams in this league win the games they're supposed to. And we're just on the margin. We're just right there on the fringe mm-hmm. on whether we win or not. If you would ask me right now, I don't even know what the number is tonight, Mike. Hawks at Thunder, this is supposed to be a 10-point victory tonight. Period. Thunder aren't any good. They came here and played us really well mm-hmm. about a month or so ago. But I'm guessing we probably won't get that, and it'll be a close game in the fourth quarter. What's the number, Chris? Tomorrow, by the way, not back to backs. Tomorrow game is Wednesday. Tomorrow. Wednesday. What's, what's the number? Do we know how much they're favored by? Because the Hawks should be favored by. They're like us. They're a game under 500, 23 and 24. Nah, they're not any good. They got one star. I don't know if he'll be there by the trade yeah. deadline. I mean, I said back to back. It's Wednesday. It's not it's Wednesday not tonight. Night. Tonight is Tuesday. Uh, Wednesday night. I just think you know when you look at these games, it's one of those things where you go, "What team are we going to get?" And right now, I just don't know what team I'm going to get. Saturday, Hawks take on the Clippers. They'll be back home on the 28th. Mm. So two more, or one more on the road, then you get home, and we'll see what happens. Four zero four seven four one zero nine two nine. That is the Solomon Brothers Diamond Text Line. We are going to talk today about what Alabama is looking at because all of a sudden now, Mike, Nick Saban has got to hire another offensive coordinator. Now, here's the irony. He's gotten it right pretty much every time he's had to do this. Mm. Bill O'Brien's leaving. He's going back to New England to take the OC job for Bill Belichick, and now Alabama is looking for a new OC. The reason why that is important is because if you believe Georgia has the leg up, and we do, and there's really no turnover on this staff this year. We know Lanning left last year, but it doesn't look like anybody's leaving anytime soon. The defensive staff's in place, Mike. They're talking about the D.C., mm. O.C., Munkins. You know, stay away from my Monk. He's not going anywhere. I know his name keeps getting rumored. But it looks like Georgia is going to have more stability again when you talk about the coaching staff. And I think right. that's important. Huge. Because remember, it was last week we had those rumors. And again, where they come from, I don't know. But they're out there. And Georgia fans were certainly upset about it. Dog Nation was saying that they didn't believe it was going to happen. But And by the way, you know, Todd Monk going to Tampa Bay didn't make a lot of sense as far as you can still be making a ton of money and, and be in your sweet spot with Georgia. And maybe next year another better job comes out, right? Yeah, I, I know, uh, you know, a lot of people are writing about Cunningham and what he means to the program. I, I think it was Connor Riley who said to us, he's the best assistant. You know, and probably the most valuable assistant mm. when you talk about Georgia, because again, Kirby has run defenses. If if Will Muschamp left or you know Schumann, you could do that. I mean, I would feel comfortable with whatever he decided to go there with. But the offense has always kind of been the question mark, and now it's not anymore, Mike. They're scoring right. fifty a game. You know what I mean? They're winning chips. The offense is fluid. They're they're doing everything you could expect from one of the top offenses in the country, and Munkin has been the guy that's been behind that. Yeah, and it was funny. It was the comments back around, uh, I don't know, the middle part of the season about, you know, we, we felt like, you know, the governors are on, take the handcuffs off. And I think some of this was, you know, A.D. Mitchell wasn't healthy. You know, you didn't have the guys that you needed. And certainly, you know, we know that, uh, you know, Lad McConkey was banged up for much of the time. And, and then they just explode. And, and no one doubts the, the completely vertical nature at times offense, the way the tight ends are used, that no one's got tight ends like that. Nobody's got a Brock Bowers coming back. You know, you've always got good – I mean, it's almost like you take the running back chain, you know, for granted at UGA. All that. Now just a matter of who gets the keys, Carson Beck or Brock Vandegrift. Wolf Bla- uh, Blades. Wolf Blades says, guys, this is not brain surgery. Coach Nate has screwed up the D. Murray T. Young. That's Trey Young experiment. You think that's true? 
I always thought when one guy would get in trouble, the other guy could come to his rescue by a thing called a pass. Bounce pass, chest pass. It just doesn't work. I don't know. It doesn't work on a consistent basis. Put it that way. To his point. All right. More of your thoughts coming up. We will take your calls coming up a little bit later about our Hawks because I'm curious. Is this Nate or is it something else? We'll talk about it. But when we come back, Chuck Smith's going to join us. All things NFL playoffs, AFC, NFC championship games. We'll get into it next. We got into a great conversation last week about all these offensive and defensive lines. And you were so adamant last week about how dominant you thought the Eagles' uh, D-line would be, how you thought, um, you know, that that uh, when we talked about, for example, the 49ers and, and their defense mm-hmm. and what they did to the Cowboys to hold them to 12 points. And, and I'm just yeah. basically saying you were right. I mean, defense still wins championships, Chuck. Look at the defenses that are left in this final four, and I'm here to tell you the Chiefs have the worst of the four. <laughs> Carl, you're so right. And, uh, you know, the thing about it is these te- the defense, a lot of them, their teams have made a – they have dedicated time, resources to get defenders. Mm. When you think about the San Francisco 49ers, look at some of the guys that they have on that defensive line. You drafted Bosa. You get Charles Amanahu. You get him. You get him from the Texans. He bounced around. They got T.Y. McGill. You got some other guys, young Drake Jackson, who they drafted. You know, that when you start looking at the only way, the only way to combat this new generation of running, throwing, incredible quarterbacks is a defense. The Philadelphia Eagles, look at what they've done. Think about it. Four t- double-digit sackers. They have 70 sacks, only five teams since the 60s, have ever had 70 sacks, which is a story people aren't talking about enough. Mm-hmm. You know, so, and, and looking at the Chiefs, Chris Jones, you know, and Frank Clark, we, let's call him playoff Frank. Frank Clark shows up in the playoffs, gets sacked. You guys are right. Defense, defense, you can never go wrong with getting a great defense. Then you'll have a guy like Jalen Hurts starts to develop and starts making plays. So, you're right. The defense is, they're standing up, and it's pretty cool to see. And, Chuck, I know it's kind of like the chicken and the egg argument because Dan Quinn, we did have some pretty good defense here in 17, but you go see the kind of players he's got. Uh, you know, there's, there's not many guys like what, what you see at, uh, at linebacker, and, and certainly they just, they just got studs that you don't see around the league. Talking about D'Amico Ryan specifically with the 49ers, just about what you said, how much of is what, what, how is he maximizing the talent? Because he's going to get a lot of looks as a head coach this year. What is he doing differently? Or is it, uh, also, he's got some unbelievable studs. Well, first and foremost, they got a vertical get-up defense. They're knocking them back. They got their ears pent back. They got their butts up. They're coming off the ball. And I like the fact that you see 4-3 defense. Everybody wants to go, yeah, we're a three-man front. But then so they appease their fans. They say, well, we're going to bring that other guy up and be multiple. Well, the Eagles aren't multiple. The Niners aren't multiple. So, to me, D'Amico Ryan, he has – I mean, got, they're running games. They're twisting. Then they'll send pressure – from either side, five-man pressure, six-man pressure, then when you have that mindset, they have a pass-rush culture. I watched Nick Bosa on the sideline come up, man, it's just sacks. Sacks, he's singing, sacks on sacks on sacks. (laughs) (laughs) You know, he's singing, I'm I'm laughing at You know, it's just quite impressive. Look at the Kansas City Chiefs. What are they running, guys? A four-man front, and they bring pressure. Instead of going that three-man, yeah, we're going to have this hybrid linebacker we draft. We're going to stand him up and make it a four-man front. 
and I hope this is a good example. I love the 3-4. That's totally fine, especially if you got two guys that can come off the corner. But stop faking and saying we're going to run a three-man front, putting a wheel linebacker up there, go four, have two defensive ends, a D-tackle in the nose, and go get it. And, oh, let's not forget, two years ago, the team that won the uh, Super Bowl was who? Mm. Tampa, 4-3. Guess what? Last year, the Rams show, they got Aaron Donald and all those guys. They're a 3-4, but they're really a four-man front and have four down. So that is one of the reasons when you get a four-man front like that, I'm a big believer, and hopefully all the college teams are at least saying, we can run a 3-4, but how do we not develop an easy four-man front to also be a part of our scheme. Chuck Smith, our guest, um, I think people are underestimating how good Cincinnati's defense and everybody's enamored with Joe Burrow. And I want to talk about this for a minute. Sam Hubbard, yep. DJ Reader, BJ Hill, yep. and Trey Hendrickson destroyed the Buffalo Bills offensive line. And Kansas City had a problem with them the last time they played, Chuck, when they when they beat them earlier in the season when they were at home. This D-line, as you're talking about fronts and guys up front, Reader was destroying those guys up front. It was incredible to watch. <laughs> I love it. DJ Reader, one of my favorites. Listen, big kid out of Clemson, did his thing, came in the NFL, and they said he couldn't rush. He was at the Texans. So they end up getting him in free agency. Let's go. Check number one, win for Cincinnati. We got the right player in free agency. Okay, there's a cat down in New Orleans. He's killing it, but – is he a starter? Is he filling in? Trey Hendrickson, check, another win. We get a free agent that shows up. And then you look at – then you go out and do a good job in the draft. You get another defensive end. Then you go out and start adding B.J. Hill and all these different components. This team is a team that they got guys that work well together. They've done a great job in the draft. I talked about Sam Hubbard, another guy they drafted that, make, that you just talked about. They got it done the right way. So for years, people beat up Mr. Brown at Cincinnati because he drafts everybody. He makes the decisions with the contracts. He used to say, I don't even talk to agents. So you couldn't even have an agent involved in the process. So, But here's the thing that's so pretty cool. They're doing it the right way. But these guys, they Trey Hendrickson, he, he's the, the standard maker. And I tell you, last week, we got to have more than Trey. DJ, Carl, you're so right. Mike, Sam Hubbard, you're right. Those guys are coming to play, and they're good, and they're no punks. (laughs) So this is the kind of team I'm very familiar. I've trained DJ. I've trained Sam, BJ, a lot of those guys. And I'm not saying that to toot my own horn. I'm saying that them dudes, they're about that action. Win or lose, they're putting their heads down, and they're coming like some dogs. It is Big Chuck Smith, guys, in the WaitForIt.com highlight pass rush expert breaking down the playoffs as the Bengals rematch with the Chiefs. On the other side of the offensive line, back to Buffalo, uh, Joe Mixon gives the game ball to his offensive line, Chuck, because you had a backup for Lael Collins, a backup for the guard, Kappa, and a backup for Jonah Williams to tackle. How about the line depth and the way that thing is built? Because remember, we thought Joe Burrow's line wasn't in special last year, yeah. and, they, and they did what they did. Well, earlier, listen, I got some texts from some, I'm some, sorry, some tweets from some guys that said, Chuck, how is Joe Burrow going to do it without protection? He, you know, last year you see what happened to him. But guess what, fellas? Joe Burrow's taking that next step. There are some quarterbacks that do a lot with a little. And I said Joe would be able to manage in this game because he's got savvy. He's better than he was when he faced the Rams. And also, 
the scheme is set up better for the Rams. I'm sorry, for Cincinnati, because, Mike, just what you said, Joe Mixon ran the ball. You don't have to be good at everything in the NFL. You can be a, a good run blocker, a dominant run blocker, and be okay in pass protection, or okay in pass protection and be – I mean, bad in pass protection and be good in run blocking. But guess what? They put, in, they put the game in the offensive line's hands. It's a lot easier to run block than it is to pass block. And give them a lot of credit, again, with Joe Burrow back there sliding to the left, sliding to the right, <laughs> sliding back. That's what he does. So he makes an average offensive line look good. Then you throw in some Joe Mixon with a run, way able to run the ball. Now you got a recipe for success. I'm a, I believe in Joe Burrow. This is a good team. Yeah, it really is. It's Chuck Smith, guys, joining us, talking about the NFL playoffs. So I just want to take you back. Let's talk Jags Chiefs, okay, in the game. And then it, yeah. it, because once Patrick Mahomes gets in. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I'm saying to myself, why are they not bringing more pressure once they decided to bring him back in the game? (laughs) And Chuck, I don't know about you, but it was almost like they were conservative with a a 70% Patrick Mahomes out there. I don't know what he's going to look like next week, this weekend, but he was not himself, and it was obvious, and yet the Jags decided not to bring more heat. Why? Did you, did you understand what they were trying to do there? You know what? I was actually surprised because about 15 minutes in, first I went, and, you know, went into the kitchen, got me some grapes to sit down and watch the game. I got right on my phone. I said, let me text Carl and Bo. Mm-hmm. Let me text him. I said, you know what? You know what's coming next? I would send the kitchen you sink, did. You said- and I would absolutely try to hit, I would try to hit Patrick Mahomes so much but here's my thing. I'm from the old school. If it's close, let's take a shot. Because if we get him out of the game, it's a little different. And if it's 
A penalty? I, I'll live with that. I was really surprised. I'm going to live with that, man. Hey, but here's the thing is, but, and look, Bo said, yeah, let's get him. <laughs> Carl, Carl, Carl was like, yeah, man, so y'all old school too. But I think, I think a lot of it had to do, they still, listen, I think they were still worried about the vertical passing game. They were playing in coverage. You got to take your shots. And I think anytime you've heard this cliche, people say, or they're saying, cut the head off the snake, the body will yeah. die. If you would have got, but here's the bad part: the backup quarterback gave him a 99-yard drive. So, <laughs> but hey, we would have rolled him up. I'm telling you right now. Yes, we would have went. We would have did everything we can. The guys in the old school. That that's what the difference is. You gotta just take a shot. But it's a brotherhood they got now. They love each other. They wear each other's chains. You know. <laughs> so, but you know, they exchange the jerseys in the midfield and after the game. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Yeah, it's what's, it was funny because Randy Mack was saying if that was Kittle ten years ago, he would have got his head knocked off making that juggling catch in the uh, in the game against the Cowboys. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I agree with you, Mike. <laughs> It is Big Chuck Smith with us. All right, man. We talked so much about the personnel with the Bengals and how they've really got a, a tremendous team. I said to Carl yesterday, Howie Roseman, I mean, that, that dude, I mean, boy, oh, boy, if we could take some of that genius juice and squeeze it in here in Atlanta. The, what, what they're doing with that defensive line, and what do you think happens? Jalen Hurts, is, is, are they the team that's going to get to Purdy? Because it sure looked like early in the Cowboys game they were going to make Purdy miserable and make mistakes, and he didn't. Purdy's done. Yeah, you know. Yeah. He's, he's, he's yeah. done. Chuck, he's done. <laughs> I'm going to say it. He's done. This He hasn't seen anything like this. I'm telling you right now. I'm going to go out and tell you. he's done, And I mean that. He's done from the standpoint. I'm not telling you he won't make plays, but he will be under duress the entire game, Chuck. Yeah, and I think so, too, y'all. Hey, I, hey listen, I have switched my MV defensive player of the year, fellas. Oh. I have switched my defensive player of the year. The defensive player of the year should be Hassan Reddick. Out of Philly. He's nasty. If he's playing in Dallas, I'm telling you, in Frisco, he's in Philly. Nobody's talking about this accomplishment. Hassan Reddick, you look at his impact. He's Micah Parsons. But I believe in, in because of the accomplishment, him being the leader of a team that had four guys get 10, 70 sacks, I believe that. But I also believe that it's going to – listen, I'm with you on this one, Carl. I think Brock Purdy, he's going to be on the ground. He ain't going to be that Purdy. Y'all didn't like that. Was that, was I, that, was that I see what you did there. I see what you did. I'm I mean, like, I'm going to give, yeah. give y'all two bad jokes to show now. So that's <laughs> one of them. No, man, and he may be. I mean, Jalen Hurts, we're big Hurts guys, and we have to argue. For, we have to defend him against uh, some producers on this show about what's built around him. But I'm telling you, man, Purdy, they, they <laughs> talk about some of the things. They were using Micah Parsons, Quinn, through some looks he hadn't seen, and the, and the kid, he responded. No, he did step up and give him a lot of credit. He's showing a lot of pocket savvy. He's got using all his weapons. But when you think about the successful quarterbacks, they don't flinch. I've heard Dave Archer always talk about the mindset of a quarterback, you know, when you're in these big games and that it really comes down to how you handle yourself when things don't go your way. And when you watch Brock Purdy, he's just showing savvy. He's making all the throws. And this is another thing, too. For the next guys that come out who's Mr. Irrelevant or a guy who's not as high, you know, highly thought of, it can happen, guys. It can happen. Brock Purdy, it might look like a, 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 a story that, you know, I mean, a fantasy, but dude is doing more than just being a fantasy. He's actually the catalyst on the offense now. He's making it happen 
So all those other guys now, they're kind of dancing to his, to his beat. Chuck, great stuff, man. Uh, we will look at these O-lines and D-lines of the two yep. games coming up this weekend yep. on Friday. All right, we'll see who has an advantage. I-, I hope we get good games again. I really do. Chuck, get us out of here, man. Me too. All right, guys, live life every day like it's third and eight. Hassan Reddick. He ain't going to get it, <laughs> but I think he should get it. Good call. 16 sacks on the season. It is Dukes and Bell. Thanks to Chuck Smith for stopping by. We'll uh, get a chance to visit with him on Friday talking about these games coming up on Sunday. 404-741-0929. We started the show talking about our Hawks who lose uh, another one last night to the Bulls. Bulls went on a 6-0 run to start the fourth quarter. A trade, 12 of his 21 in the third. You thought he might take it over. Then Mike said it. He he didn't. He really didn't go any further after that. When you thought maybe he was going to have a big fourth quarter, Mike. So uh, we lose another one. And again, just too many turnovers in general. They're just it was sloppy. And I know that we were kind of I guess Nate was throwing a curve when they lost DeAndre Hunter, you know, relatively close to a tip because of asthma or something that looked like asthma. So you're only really kind of rolling with a six man rotation, you know. But still, you you know you're in a position to win that game. It's just frustrating, brother. It's just they're still not playing any defense. No, they're not playing defense like they need to. No, not not. And that's why just real quick, because we have we're on Twitch by the way, Dukes and Bell. We're on Twitch. If you're not familiar with it, it's a really cool platform. Jason, our producer, doing a hell of a job. So you can watch us in your office. But a couple of guys during the commercial break were talking about who would you replace Nate with. And I went back to what you said, geez, two months ago, if we mm. ever went down this road, Kenny Atkinson. Yeah. Because if you can't play a lick of defense, to your point, why don't we at least get the half court figured out and be a really explosive offensive team? Yeah. Since they don't play defense consistently. I, I don't know. I, I still have my issues. Um, listen, sometimes these warts can be covered up. But I still have my issues with how, when we need a play in the half-court offense, what are we running outside of pick and roll, pick and dive, pick and, you know, all yeah. the – what are we doing as far as our set plays and, our, right. and trying to get a bucket? And so I, I still see that as an issue, Mike, but when you're winning and the ball is moving and you're flowing and, and you're getting out on the break and you're creating turnovers, you don't have to do all that. But we know this. Right. In the playoffs – it gets tight. Yes. And that is where when you say, what are we going to do? Who are we going to in this situation? Those are the ones that those are the kind of things that worry me. But we'll, we'll figure it out. I hope we do. Uh, we are 24 and 24. More on the Hawks coming up in less than 20 minutes. Who cusses on their own podcast at a guy that's hosting it? We'll get into that. Turtle behind the glass, our engineer, Bo Morgan, executive producing. Let's hit some headlines. Strap in, youngins. Hitting the headlines with Dukes and Bell. Now, speaking of the Hawks, Steve Holman, bang, is going to join us coming up next hour around 320. Um, And as far as the fourth quarter, this was the final call, the final score. We lose to the Bulls on the road. Uh, Mike mentioned it's tomorrow, Hawks Hmm. at Thunder. 7.30 pregame tips at 8 o'clock. But this was the final call. Now it's down to four seconds. Three, two, one. And that's it. The horn sounds. Final score again here in Chicago tonight. The Bulls 111 and the Hawks 100. Now, uh, as I ask the question, is it Nate or blank? (laughs) I'm leaving that open for you to decipher. Is it Nate or blank? Pick whoever you want. You can even pick somebody in the front office at this point if you wanted to blame them, Mike. I don't know how much of that is at play here because, again, the guys on the floor still have to make plays. I can't worry about who the GM or who the assistant GM is or who's in the room and who has a voice. Right. I can't worry about all that. If you're Trey and DeJounte, you're not worried about all that right now. No. I just I, 
Some guys hate us. Like Corber coach. You know, like, well, that worked out really what? well for Steve Nash. I mean, come on, guys. I mean, yes, he's here, but he's still finding his way around. Now, that's a stretch. Yeah, that's, but, they, you know, guys, because they see the name and they know the guy. And we all like Kyle, but I don't think he's necessarily ready for that. Although, I don't know if Nash was quite ready for that Brooklyn soap opera either, if you're honest. Still looking. Yeah. Dan, <laughs> he didn't get it in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, what when you've got when you've got that kind of Swiss watch-like precision with the Hawks? I mean, you know, how, how could you even think about questioning Nate? And by the way, guys, anyone still defending Nate? I don't know what you're watching. Enough, okay? Enough. It's not always fair. I'm sorry, I got to say this, Carl. Every week, coaches get fired more than any other sport in the NBA because of the players rule the roost. Players have all the control. So you keep throwing darts until you find somebody Trey can connect with and hopefully stick around. That's it. Hmm. Five second violation. <laughs> you know that was that was a bit embarrassing. If I, you know, if you're not familiar with basketball, we we didn't get a shot off. Okay, yeah. Yeah, you didn't get it in. It's Dukes and Bell headlines brought to you by our friends at ATL Live Well. Low testosterone doesn't have to keep you down. Call ATL Live Well today. Don't just live live well. Let's talk some NFL. George Kittle was talking about, you know, as far as the 49ers are concerned, this is where they want to be. Philly is where they want to be. Really. It's exactly where you want to be, right? I mean, at the start of the year, back in OTAs, you're, all you're doing is preparing, you know, for the Super Bowl. And um, to be one step away from that, it's awesome. Um, to go into the Philly, which is fantastic, you know, atmosphere. I don't know if there's a – you can say, I mean, I love Levi's. I think it's a fantastic atmosphere. But if I'm not going to be biased, I mean, besides Kansas City and uh, the Eagles, I mean, they're pretty top tier. So – it's going to be wonderful. I know how much the fans love their opposing team, the opposing team and all the fans. So it's going to be really fun and um, it's going to be cold and violent. and It's going to be a blast. I cold love, and violent. That's a good, that's a good way to phrase it. I, I love Kittle though, man, his attitude. Did you just guys see him in the huddle having fun? Yes. They, you know, they, they put the overhead camera on him. This dude's making faces <laughs> in the got huddle. The, got the Heath leather Joker tat on his forearm. Showed him uh, kissing his little sweet little honey bunny before the game. And just the dude is, that's what I'm saying. And, and, and all of the teams that are in this, I mean, I got no vested interest. I just want – I think we're going to get into entertaining games either way. There's likable guys in all these teams. You and I are big fans of Jalen Hurts and everything he's done. Uh, and, again, look, I know Philadelphia is a miserable, rotten place, and they're evil people, but you've got to respect the job. To flip it over, Carl, from the Super Bowl win and be right back there five years later is pretty impressive. That it is. Let's hear what the head coach of the Bills had to say about his star-wide receiver, Stephon Diggs, complaining, showing up his quarterback. This is Sean McDermott. What makes him good is is what you saw. Is he's very competitive, like we all are. Um, we work extremely hard at these jobs to, to to be the best we can possibly be, and it hurts. And um, you know, I, I wouldn't want a guy that it, it doesn't hurt, right? So um, he put it all on the line out there. We put it all on the line, and tonight it wasn't good enough. And uh, um, you know, that's that's the part that stings. All right. So coach protects player. Mm-hmm. Quarterback protects player. Everyone protects player. I still didn't like it. I still thought it was jive, as you like to say, Mike. Right. I, I didn't like it, but I get it. Sean McDermott is saying, hey, emotions are running high. He's our guy. I understand it. I just, I don't know. There's you, something then, to be uh, said about when, when you lose as a team, Mike, lose as a team. Like, it, it was almost like he made it out to be all about Josh's right. fault or his issues in that game. And it was more than that. Yeah, and I know that Stephon Diggs went on Twitter and said, I'm never apologizing for being that guy. <laughs> okay. I, well, no, I mean, I, I wasn't really expecting you to because, you know, even though you're super talented, you are a pain-in-the-ass wide receiver. Yes. And they, they all act like that for the most part. So kind of goes with the territory. But, yeah, I mean, when things are going south and the team is struggling, that's what – you know what? 
We're down two possessions. We, we're, we, we can't get things on track. Vaughn Miller's been injured. We lost, obviously, Hamlin. This is when I need the wide receiver to pop off on the sideline. Oh, that's perfect timing. See, that's the thing. No situational awareness. And then defended by Alpha Dog. Alpha dog, Joe. <laughs> I never accept losing. Okay, well, then maybe ne- never accept losing in your locker and not don't show up your quarterback. Just a thought. Just a thought. <sighs> By the way, I'm curious to know what you guys think. Tim McGee, that's his Twitter handle, says, Dukes and Bell, the Hawks are quiet quitting. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past them. Certain elements of the squad. That's interesting. All right, uh, more on the Hawks. Let's talk mm. about Chip Carey, Mike. Reports yesterday, you talked about this. He's leaving the Braves TV broadcast. Yeah, even MLB now reporting. Now, I still haven't heard the word from Bally and Chip, but everybody else is running with the athletic report that broke that, uh, you know, he's going back. He was a, a little kid, grew up in St. Louis, and his grandfather, Harry Carey, of course, back in the day, doing the games for the Cardinals with Jack Buck. I mean, it's a nice fit. Bally Sports Midwest would be his boss. He's 57. Again, he'd been here 18. It's hard to imagine. It seems like just yesterday, but 18 seasons. And, of course, we've had him on the show, and everybody yeah. loves the job he does. And I was just spitting ball in this on my, my Twitter page, Mike Bell ATL. Follow Carl. Put him up, C. Dukes. Let me run this by you real quick. I know you, you're going to maybe bring in somebody specifically, one guy to run point, but you really need the play-by-play guy for the radio. TV, you can kind of let it breathe. You can have conversations, you know, because there's lots of breaks. How about you let Paul Bird, Brian Jordan, and Peter Moylan all rotate with Frenchie. You know? I mean, or maybe you let Peter Mo- Imagine having the first ever Australian play-by-play guy. Because even though it's play-by-play, it's not like radio where you really have to keep it rolling. What do you think about that? Letting those guys just kind of drift in and drift out the way they kind of do anyway. Yeah, here's the deal. Yes, radio, play-by-play, baseball is probably the hardest thing to do, game to call, um, because you do have those lulls. But, yeah, with TV, if you're telling me three guys in there hanging out, having right. fun, I'm not against it. I'm curious to see what they will do to replace uh, Chip, but... We wish him all the best. Reports are out there again. Nothing official from the Braves. Once it is, we will let you guys know. Coming up, why are you cussing at Jim Gray? <laughs> it's Dukes and Bell. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 